Hello and welcome back to the How Good Sport podcast. Hope you've had a fantastic weekend. We've had some good trial footy and we're now only six days away from the first round in Vegas. How fucking good. One of the teams featuring in that Vegas game, which we'll be previewing today, is the Manly Seagulls. I don't really know what to make of the Seagulls season last year. They were in and out of the top eight up until round 17, very much a up and down season. Um, obviously, Turbo got injured in that second origin game, which was hardly ideal for Manly. We've seen how important he is for Manly. And um, they still sort of battle throughout the season. When they've got Cherry Evans around, he can kick teams into submission. And they've got some handy players throughout their squad who helped them still be around that mark last year. But I'm sure this year with a fit Turbo, they'll be wanting to do much better than last year. Seabold's second season, so he's going to want to show some improvement in that area too. So I definitely think with a fit Turbo, they can make the eight. Last year, we saw the Schuster 5-8 experiment. It was a bit of an epic fail. Uh, they've then gone on to re-sign him for 800k or something like that. I think it could be one of the poorest signings in recent Manly history, but I'm more than happy to be proven wrong. I know that Josh Schuster's got all the skills in the world, but I really question his commitment and preparation and willingness to do the hard work that's required for a first-grade player, and, and particularly someone who wants to go to that next level and be a superstar, because I think he wants to be a superstar without doing the hard work. So hopefully this year... On that edge, we can see him come back, but I think the fact that he's injured again for round one is a bit of a worry, and it might just be coincidental, but when you've had a whole pre-season to prepare and, and you're not even fit for the trials, it's a little bit of a worry for me. So hopefully we see a little bit more from Josh Schuster this year. In terms of their games, they've obviously gained Luke Brooks, which is their marquee signing for 2024. Very curious to see how Luke Brooks goes with Daly Cherry Evans in the halves. I think they'll be a really good match. Obviously, Luke Brooks' dominant feature of his game is his running game. He's got a pretty handy left foot kick too, so it provides a good option with the the left and the right foot kicking game of Daly Cherry Evans. These guys could really have a pretty deadly combination in that respect. But yeah, definitely very excited to see Luke Brooks with a different jersey on. He's had a pretty unfortunate time with the Tigers in the last few years in particular. So it's a good chance for him to have a fresh start in a new environment under a new coach. Nathan Brown's another signing for these guys, and he's become really important in the last few weeks with some injuries. I feel like he played pretty well in the trials. I thought he had some really good games for the Roosters last year at times. He sort of came in at a particular time and straightened up the attack and and simplified things. So I think he does that well, and I think he'll play a good role for the Seagulls, it'll be interesting to see at some point whether Trebojevic shifts into the front row and Nathan Brown starts at lock. I think we'll see a little bit of tinkling there with with those two from uh, Anthony Seabolt. So it'll be interesting to see. Bailey Hodgson from the Newcastle Knights, not a bad signing. Atasi uh, James from the West Tigers, I don't know a heap about him. Uh, Jackson Polo from the Sydney Roosters, he's had a bit of a, a mixed start to his career. He got absolutely bashed from pillar to post when he was at South, copped some ridiculous abuse for one particular error riddle game, came over to the Roosters. I actually thought he played pretty well, to be honest, in that Roosters side on the wing. He took a lot of tough carries. He, he sort of played, in some respects, in the mould of a Daniel Tupo with a lot of tough carries out of our end. He finished some brilliant tries and and then he was sort of just a, another one of these victims of that really poor period of form that the Roosters had. But I, I actually don't think Jackson Polo um, 
deserves a lot of the criticism that he receives, and I think he could be a pretty handy signing for the Seagulls if he can just simplify his game and, and get rid of maybe that one error where he sort of loses focus. He can definitely be a really handy winger for the Tigers, uh, the Seagulls. My apologies. Tommy Talao comes over from the Tigers. He's another player with a lot of promise. Interesting to see what he can deliver for the Seagulls this year. Corey Waddell, a former Seagull, returns to the club. He could be a handy sort of fill-in and depth option for the Seagulls. I'm pretty sure he's travelled to Vegas, so he's definitely a shout to get a run with some forwards out for the Seagulls in that round one fixture. And Brandon Wakem, we've seen plenty of him featuring in the trials this year. He's a handy little backup option in the halves for Manly. In terms of some of the players they've lost, Latu Fainu and Samuela Fainu, I think all the Fainu brothers are gone. So they've all gone. Um, obviously, some young talent that they've lost there. Morgan Harper, gone to the Parramatta Eels. Sean Kepi, Kelma Tuolangi, who's having a pretty good preseason. Uh, I think he could be a lost. Christian Tuipolotu, who's gone to the Dragons, and K.O. Weeks. Uh, young potential star. We've seen him in the Raiders setup. So that's the losses for the Seagulls this year. They've got a fairly even draw. They've got 12 games against last year's top eight sides and 12 years against the bottom eight slash bottom nine sides. So they've got a pretty even draw in that respect. The first sort of six to seven weeks is pretty tricky for the Seagulls. So the first game in Vegas against the Bunnies on Sunday, they'll fancy themselves a red hot sniff with the Bunnies outside back stocks depleted. And we're going to have a preview to come later in the week. Obviously, we're going to have the team list coming out tomorrow afternoon. And then we will have a preview for you guys on Wednesday morning, which is going to be fucking awesome. Uh, Follow that up against the Roosters at home and Para in round three. So I believe both those games are at home, which is handy. But then they then play the Panthers in round five and the Warriors away in round six. So some tricky fixtures there. I think if Manly can come out of that, with two or three wins, I think that'll be great for them. I think that'll be a really good result and allow them to build into the season when they've got some uh, easier opponents from that sort of round seven period onwards. Uh, they got some handy games to finish the season against the Raiders, the Tigers, and the Bulldogs in their last four rounds. And then they finish with Cronulla at home to round out the season. So it's always handy to round out that season with a home game. Their buys are between rounds 13 to 22. So they've got to buy in round 13, round 17, and round 22. I think that falls at a pretty important time for Manly. Obviously, this is a side with some marquee players who are really important to this team. There's some other teams that can kind of cover the loss of some of their players, like you've seen with the Broncos last year when they had a lot of origin players out. They didn't drop too many games. Whereas for Manly, when they've got... Uh, Cherry Evans and Trebojevic, the Trebojevic brothers out. They're obviously key players in this team, so it's really important that they have a few of that buys during this period to help Manly get through the period and also to give those players the opportunity to recover and rest and and head into the finals uh, with some momentum. And like I said, they finished with some pretty handy games against some opposition. They'll certainly fancy themselves against. So I think it's a pretty handy setup for Manly in terms of their draw. In terms of their predicted 17, this is the 17 I believe we'll see roll out in Vegas on the weekend. There's a few injuries and a suspension, so that means they're not, not exactly at full strength, but I still think they've got a good enough side to challenge Souths, who are going to be a little bit injury-riddled this Sunday. Starting at fullback, Tommy Trebojevic, the turbo, the fucking gun. We know how good he is, but he's only played 18 games in the last two seasons, riddled with injury. 
And we just need to see more turbo. Turbo, it's simple as that. He's 27 now, so he's in that prime period of his career. We know what he can do on a footy field. We know how important he is to the Seagulls. When he's at his best, he provides try assists. He scores tries. He has those effort plays. He's super important, and he's one of the best fullbacks in the game. So looking forward to seeing Turbo play a full season for the Seagulls. Like I said, Jackson Polo on one wing, so we'll see him on the left wing with Jason Saab on the right. Like I said before, I think Polo can be a very handy player for the Seagulls. We just need to see him maybe get rid of that one error in his game that can prove costly. Same with Saab. He can be guilty of an error or two and sometimes at a really important time. But we know what Saab offers in attack, one of the fastest players in the rugby league. So keen to see what he does with another season under his belt. Obviously, on that left center position, Ruben Garrick is going to move into the centers. It's something that's been talked about for years. I like Ruben Garrick. I think he's a fantastic football player. One of these footy players who goes for the whole 80 minutes, so you know he's going to give you your best effort. Going to take a bit of time for him to adapt to that center defensive position and the center, the setups in the centers. Um, he's going to be playing against, I believe it'll be Jacob Gagai in that first round game against the Rabbits. So... Um, at least he's not marking up against a superstar center in the first game. Despite that, though, he's just going to have to take some times to settle into that defensive role in a set as we all know that's one of the harder positions on the field to adapt to. And then we've got Tolu Kola on the right edge. Can probably improve defensively, but um, you know he's got that sheer speed, game-breaking speed. He made good regular meters last year, and he provides such a good attacking weapon. He can set up tries for Saab on his right, so... That right side is going to be lethal for the Seagulls this year, and, and we'll unwind that the more that we unravel this team. At six, Luke Brooks, that off-season signing for the Seagulls. Like I said, I think he's going to be a really good signing for the Seagulls. Obviously, on that left edge throughout the season, as that combination develops, you're going to see Brooks, Schuster, and Ruben Garrick defending together. So there's going to be some question marks there in terms of how they go in defense. We're going to see them targeted a lot. So the Seagulls are going to need to make sure they secure that edge as soon as possible. But for Brooksy, it's a really exciting opportunity for him to land at a new club, get a fresh start, and basically restart. You know, he's had some pretty tough years at the West Tigers in that setup. He's copped a lot of blame. So now he comes into a team where he doesn't have to be the captain and the guy um, directing the team around the park. He can just hone in on his assets and his best qualities, which is his running game. He's got a great kicking game, and he's a fantastic ball player. So very keen to see what Brooksy can do this year for the Seagulls. Daily Cherry Evans into his 14th season for the Seagulls. Um, that The lowest amount of games Chez has played in any season is 19, which I thought was an unbelievable stat. He's the definition of durable, this blokey. Plays for the Kangaroos. He plays for the Maroons. He goes into the Maroons, plays better footy, generally brings that um, form back for the Seagulls. So it'd be good to just see him have a completely consistent year for the Seagulls. We know he's got a great kicking game. He kicked the most 40-20s of any half in the comp last year. He's got a great running game. He runs for something like 85 to 90 metres a game, which is great output from your halfback. Um, he just pops up and, and ha- you know makes great plays happen in big games and, and often does it for the Seagulls too. We see him getting intercepts, scoring tries where he puts his foot out and picks up a ball off a kick, just these sort of things. So as the captain and the most experienced player in the team, Goes without saying, he's going to be super important for the Seagulls this year. Josh Alloy in the front row. He's a fantastic defender. He's got 
uh, hardly misses a tackle, this bloke, so he's going to be handy for the Seagulls. I'd love to see a little bit more output from him in terms of what he provides in metres gained and, and his general hit-ups for the Seagulls. Obviously, with Kepi leaving, they need a little bit more out of their forward pack, so I'd love to see Josh Alloye getting a few more metres for the Seagulls. Lachlan Croker plays a good role for the Seagulls. He's a solid defender and very tough. I think his creativity has got better with each year, but I do think he creates, uh, he lacks a little bit of creativity in that hooking role for the Seagulls, and I expect we're going to see Jamie Humphreys really nipping at his heels this year, and he will take an opportunity if it presents. So uh, Lachlan Croker is going to need to be on his game this year. Obviously, he's... Um, you know, done his diligence and earned his spot at hooker for the Seagulls over the last few years. But uh, I think we can all see the talent that Jamie Humphreys has as a ball-playing creative option, has a good kicking game out of hooker. So he's definitely going to be at Croker's heels, but Croker's a solid player for the Seagulls in this setup. Taniela Pasaka had his best season last year. He's been on fire in the trials so far. He really should be dominating opposition packs a lot more than he does. The bloke's 197 centimetres, 120 kilos. He's a fucking big unit, so he should be dominating more. But I think he's continuing to mature, and I think this year could be his year. So I'm keen to see what Taniela Pasaka can do for the Seagulls. He's going to be really important with Kepi Gorn as well. On the right edge, Hamolia Olakatoa. We can Olakawatu, I should say. Um, he's just a fucking weapon. We saw last year how good his first half of the season was. He sort of dropped off a little bit around that origin period. He'll want to be making sure he's consistent, and he's going to be definitely an option for origin this year. He just provides such a, you know, he's obviously huge, a big unit. He's a really solid defender, plays with a lot of physicality, and, you know, he's one of these guys that can be a target for your kicks. He's a target for short balls, short ball raids, um, on the line for attacking options, and he's just generally a devastating ball runner. Runs for about 120 metres a game, so he's a fantastic weapon there for Manly on that right edge. And we spoke about how potent that right edge could be. You're going to have Olakawatu, Cherry Evans, Jason Saab, Tolu Kola, and obviously Tommy Turbo looping around on that right edge. So it's pretty scary what those guys could be once they click and develop that combination on the right edge there. So I'm sure we're going to see Manly go down that right edge a lot this year. Ben Trevojevic, Trevojevic, I think we're going to see him on the left edge. He's had some fantastic games in the trials this year. I don't think we've seen the best of him in the games that he's played for Manly yet. He's come in, he's been a bit of a gap filler. We've seen him play in the centres, we've seen him play on the edge, we've seen him come off the bench. So it's a good opportunity for Benny Trebojevic to secure a role on that left edge for a while until we see Josh Schuster back. I think Seabold's going to give him an opportunity to secure that spot. I don't think he will rush Schuster straight back into that starting role there. So it's a good opportunity for Benny to lock down that edge for a little bit and show us what he's got. His uh, ball running and ability to hit a gap has been shown throughout the trials and, and he could be a good weapon on that left edge. Obviously, Jakey Turbo at lock. We know what we get from Jake each and every year. Fucking gun tackler. Just absolutely chops blokes down, makes the tough efforts, tough carries, till his ass is hanging out at the end of the game. We love Jakey Turbo. Like I said before, interesting to see whether he jumps into the front row at some stage this year. Uh, like I said, I, I sort of wanted a bit more effort from Aloye in the front row, and and with Kepi leaving, the 
Uh, Seagulls might need more from their middles, so I think it might. We might see Jakey Turbo jump into that middle role throughout the year. Um, I believe Carl Lawton's going to be the 14 for Manly starting this Sunday. Obviously, Jamie Humphreys played in that trial on the weekend, so I don't expect that he's going to be flown over to Vegas after. I hope so, because um, I would pick him if it was my best 17. He would be my 14, but I'm going realistically off what I think the 17 will be this Sunday in Vegas. So I believe Carl Lawton will be the 14, and, and don't get me wrong, I think he's a real goer. I think he provides good impact off the bench, but like I said, I I like... I love the creativity that Jamie Humphreys provides. I think for Manly long-term and in terms of upside, Jamie Humphreys is going to be that better option off the bench. For the Seagulls, um, again, like I said, from what I understand, Aaron Woods is likely to snag a spot on the bench with some middle forwards out. We've obviously seen Sipley is out um, with suspension and Matt Lodge is not yet back ready to play, so I do believe Aaron Woods We'll get a start off the bench for the Seagulls in the Vegas game. Obviously, comes with experience, but I think he's well past his best, Aaron Woods, so I don't know that he provides a lot of impact. I do think um, Manly could get dominated through the middle by the Souths forward pack. Obviously, Souths are going to be a little depleted in their back line, but they're going to have a full-strength forward pack, so um, these Manly middles are going to have their work cut out for them on Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. Ethan Bullimore at number 16. I really like what Ethan Bullimore provides. He's kind of like a poor man's version of Cam Murray, and I say that with no disrespect because Cameron Murray's fucking elite. He's a 10 out of 10 player. Um, not everyone can be a, a Cameron Murray, but I think Ethan Bullimore has some similar aspects to his game. He goes all game. Very solid defender, good runner of the ball, good footwork. So Ethan Bullimore there in the 16. And Nathan Brown at the 17. He will jump in in the middle, uh, potentially as a prop or in that lock position. I think he's going to be really important for the Sea Eagles this year, particularly this weekend in that Vegas game with that experience and jumping in the middle and, and doing some of the, the grubby hard shit that's needed. He has a bit of that grubby aspect, which you need, because I don't think there's a heap of it in this forward pack. Whilst Pasek is a big unit, he's not really known for his aggression and, and that type of grub player. We can see a little bit of it from Olukawatu, but outside of that, there's not really much in this forward pack, so it's good to have Nathan Brown coming off the bench with his physicality and just that shit in his game that players don't like. So I think he'll be really important, can sort of rotate, with Jake Trebojevic in that locking role. Um, so he's someone that's really important for the Seagulls this year. We spoke through some of the players that are obviously come through as gains this year that provide some depth. So we've got our guys like Tommy Talao, Corey Waddell, who I believe is also over in Vegas. So he could be a shout for a bench spot. Brandon Wakem provides some good depth for the Manly Seagulls. Um, there's obviously Gordon Cham Kuntong, who could be an option off the bench as a hooking role, but I do think Jamie Humphreys has forced his way in front of uh, Gordon there. For the Seagulls, the guy to watch has been Jamie Humphreys, and we've seen some really good signs from him throughout the trials. I loved what I saw from him, albeit at 5'8 on the weekend. His ball work was just beautiful. Very good, subtle sleight of hand. So I think he's going to be a really exciting prospect for the Seagulls this year. In terms of the Seagulls and how I think their season will pan out, if they stay fit and your guns like Turbo, Cherry Evans stay on the field, I think they can make the eight. Uh, I don't think their sides is good in terms of how well-rounded it is compared to some of the other sides that 
will be competing for the eight, but Turbo's just that good. And you've got Cherry Evans' kicking game and experience that that accounts for a lot more than some other sides with maybe less experience or less x-factor in that spine so i think we will see manly finish in that five to eight bracket um they're a side that can definitely surprise some teams they're a side that you don't want to play with a fully fit tom trebojevic going into the finals so definitely keen to see what manly can do with a fully fit turbo big game against the bunnies on sunday good luck to any manly supporters out there hope you're all looking forward to the start of the season i'm fucking keen as mustard I'm excited like Big Kev. Let's play some footy on Sunday. Thank you for tuning in, and we will have plenty more content throughout the week.